Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Josh Ruse, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Go Pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 136. I usually put out my weekly NFL picks on Wednesday, but my band is recording a new album, and I had to rest the pipes. As you can hear, they're a bit thrashed. <laughs> I'm kind of hurting. I've got no guest in studio. It's just me. We're going back to basics. We're going back to where it all started, and it's just me. But guess what? I'm here today. We're before Sunday. It's Saturday. Everyone be thankful. Be happy. It's good. All good times coming here. I did put up my NFL Week 9 picks on BigMouthSmallWords.com. It's got all the picks. It's got all the over-unders, the lock, the upset. Everything that you would hear on this was posted on the blog. So if you don't follow that, follow that. And on top of that, if you want to keep up to date on the Instagram, it'll give you all the sports information that you need, regardless of whether I can podcast or whether I can't. I'm always going to give you guys what you need and what you want. So I got the Packers on Thursday night. That's a win. Check it. Look it up. Not that it was it was pretty obvious. I mean, the 49ers pretty much put out a team that was complete hot garbage because of COVID and injuries. So they were screwed from the start. So what do we got here? Oh, you want to know something? We're going to keep that momentum rolling into Sunday. We're want to know. It's exciting. But before I get into my week nine picks, I need to go over a new segment that I'm going to do right now. It's going to be probably a weekly thing because God knows there's plenty of idiots around here. And we are going to call this segment the list of idiots in honor of Le Champion, in honor of Chris Jericho, because there are so many idiots that deserve to be highlighted. I mean, we always like to give people that do good things the spotlight. But you know what? Sometimes people are so stupid and so dumb that they deserve the spotlight for being the opposite of good. So that's what's going to happen here. I want to start this list with the New England Patriots. I know it's shocking. It's shocking. I have finally had time to sit down and think about it. And I feel like the dynasty is over. And that's not me saying, like, for this year, the dynasty is over. That's me saying that for the foreseeable future, it's over. And I'm going to tell you all why. They have one of the oldest rosters in the NFL. And the only decent players that they have are already on their way out, or they have no value to be traded even. So Edelman is on the back end of his 30s. He looks haggard. He looks upset. Nikhil Harry, every time I look at him, I want him to be better, but he just never gets better. He looks like a bust more and more each day. Hate that guy. And on top of that, that draft was loaded with all of this talent, and they pick Nikhil Harry. I'm getting ahead of myself, but my God, that pisses me off. Stephon Gilmore wants out. The McCordy twins are old, and they look it, and we put money into them, and it's just like... 
How do you get better at this point? You're sitting here, you're a Patriots fan. You want to know, how the hell do we get better? One way to get better is to spend money. They wouldn't spend money on the GOAT, though. They wouldn't spend money on the best of all time. So why would you spend money on anyone else? And people want to tell me, well, hey, dude, they got Cam Newton. Well, the only reason that they got Cam Newton was because he was a million (laughs) dollars. It was the price. If you thought they were going to pay for that, they were never going to pay for that because they don't do that. If you're a Patriots fan, you should be pissed off because they were going to go into this season and they were going to start Jarrett freaking Stidham. Have you guys seen how he's played this year? Because he's Dalton. He's Andy Dalton 2.0, but somehow worse. I don't want to say worse, but he's not good. And Bill conveniently wants to say, quote, this is a bridge year. So you want to say that it's a bridge year at two and five now, Bill? Well, let me take you at your word and say that you did think this was going to be a bridge year. Why did you get Cam Newton? And even though you got Cam Newton, why do you continue to play him over Jarrett Stidham? Because that, to me, speaks volumes of what you think of Jarrett Stidham. (laughs) Like, if this is a bridge year, and you know it doesn't matter anyway, and it's better that you lose, why are you playing Cam? I mean, clearly that shows you that Bill thinks that Stidham sucks. And I'm not saying that you're wrong, Bill. I'm saying that's troubling. (laughs) That is troubling for the future. That's troubling for the present. And... Not just that, but as it sits now, I see a lot of people saying, oh, well, we'll just lose out and we'll just get a top five pick and blah, 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 blah. You guys need to understand there's a lot of bad teams out there. The Giants got one win. The Jags got one win. The Cowboys are probably not winning another game. And it's one of those things where it's like the Jets, we're going to beat the Jets this week. Everyone thinks we're going to lose out. It's not the way the Belichick does it. And, And let's say that we do. Okay, so I'll give you guys this. Let's say that we lose out, get a top 10 draft pick. And even if you do, how can you be confident that the Patriots are going to draft anyone that's good? Can you explain this to me? Can you guys tell me where this confidence in the Patriots drafting comes from? Because even this year, I could go back a million years, but even this year, they traded out of the first round and they left guys like Patrick Queen. Most tackles on the Ravens' elite defense. Brandon Ayuk catching touchdowns like crazy for San Francisco as a wide receiver. T. Higgins just bringing the Ocho Cinco back to the Bengals and making plays. All those guys are playmakers. All those guys could have been taken by the Patriots and they would have helped this team day one. And instead, what do they do? They do what they always do. They try to big brain everything and they take a guy, Duggar, in the second who was a fourth-round pick at best. He hasn't done shit. He's not going to do shit. And it's so aggravating because for years, the Patriots have drafted horrible. And even when they hit on a pick like a Joe Tooney or a Shaq Mason, they've been so bad in every other phase of managing the cap or drafting future picks that they have to franchise these people now and spend more money than they should because of it. Bill Belichick, you've butchered this, man. I mean, congratulations on 20 years of success. You were a beast. But this is not a good look, my friend. Since 2016, the Patriots have spent the least real money on players. So if you can't draft, you better get your checkbook ready. And how confident are all of you people? Like, how can any of you? Because I hear you all the time. I hear all these Patriot fans say, 
dude, we got all this cap space. Like, we'll go get OBJ. We'll go and we'll make a we'll make a move and we're gonna trade for Dak Prescott. Are you oh God, are you stupid? Are you kidding? I don't want to get pissed, but like, how can you think that? What statistics are you gonna show me? What are you how are you gonna tell me that? The Patriots don't do that. And until they do, you need to stop. You need to stop bringing that crap up because it's bullshit and it's stupid and you sound dumb. So anyway, obviously, I'm not confident <laughs> that they're going to pay any players because they have done nothing to lead me to believe that they're going to do the right thing as far as paying anyone goes. And let me tell everybody here in New England the hard truth. The only reason that the Patriots have been relevant for the last five years was Tom Brady. His play fix so many of your other shortcomings on this team. And when you're winning, you don't notice and you don't care. You just go with it. You believe that everything's fine. But Tom Brady was run out of town. Tom Brady's not walking back into that building. The players are not going to take a discount to come here and play anymore. And as a Patriots fan, you now have to rely on the draft and spending money to get back to being relevant. And that scares the shit out of me. And I think it should scare every single one of you too. So those are the reasons. Because I could go on forever. But those specifically are the reasons that the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, Cam Newton, and his stupid scarfs, you just made... Should I put them on the list? 20 years of dominance. They are the Patriots. Maybe I won't. I don't know. What do you think, Jericho? It's a tough call. You thought you were going to be a I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. You just made the list! <laughs> you stupid scarves, too. Oh, my God. Jericho has spoken. Cam Newton and your dumb scarves. You can't dress like that and lose every week. It just doesn't make any goddamn sense. So the Patriots are the first on the list of idiots. And I'm probably just going to keep that going because I feel like there's plenty of idiots that need to be highlighted. But for now, let us go into our week nine NFL picks. As I said before, the Packers won. So we want to know. Let's keep it going. We got the Giants versus Washington. Now, the Giants are playing on a short week after losing a really close game to the Bucs. They actually showed up that week. They should have won that game. It's too bad. Washington is coming off of a bye. Both of those teams are bad. So I'm going to take the team that's more rested. I think Washington takes it. They're so even. Even in the first game that the Giants and, and the... Oh, whoa, I almost said it. <laughs> even the first game where the Giants and Washington football team played... They were very close, and it came down to a two-point conversion at the end. So I think you're going to see more of that. But like I said, I'm going to take the team that's rested, so we'll go with Washington on that. Then we got the Chicago Bears versus the Tennessee Titans. Both of these teams are coming into this on a two-game losing streak. The Bears came out super hot. The Titans came out mega ultra hot. And they're both kind of coming back down to earth, and it's kind of crazy. I mean, the Titans' defense has been terrible. But now the Bears' offense has been terrible. <laughs> it's a battle of the suck here. And they're, do, they're good teams, but 
It, it, everything I just said is true. So in the end, I think the Titans have more playmakers. I think this game is going to be very close. I think in the end, the Titans are going to win because they're at home. And man, they have to. I mean, the Titans are coming off of a loss to the Bengals. And I love the Bengals, but that is embarrassing for them. A game that they should have won. And the Bears just haven't looked good at all. But their defense always, I mean, the defense of the Bears can always make plays. But I'm going to go Titans. We're going Titans. That's it. We move on to the Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings. Now, Dalvin Cook ran the Vikings to a win against the Green Bay Packers last week. I would assume that the Vikings are going to look to do the exact same thing against the Lions. They're in the bottom 20 of the league. It's stopping the run. So the only thing is, though, too, I like the Lions. They're actually kind of scary of a team. I'm, I'm, I was tempted to pick them. But with Stafford going into COVID protocol, not being able to practice, Kenny Galladay has been ruled out officially. That's the good thing about doing this on a Saturday instead of me filming this on a Wednesday most times. So now we know these things. So Kenny Galladay not playing. Stafford couldn't practice. I like the Vikings at home. I can't believe that I'm picking the Vikings, but I am. I'm picking the Vikings. So we move on to the Carolina Panthers against the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> oh, that's rough, man. The Panthers, I feel bad for them because they've lost three in a row. And I have a feeling it's about to go to four. They Actually, they are going to have CMC available as I'm looking at my phone right now. It's saying that Christian McCaffrey is going to be available. So that's good for them. But even if they have him, I don't see any way that the Chiefs don't destroy them in this. Obviously, I've said before that the Carolina Panthers defense makes plays. I like that. But Bridgewater's not going to be able to move the ball. Not nearly enough. I mean, in order to beat the Chiefs, you got to score like 30-plus points. I don't think the Panthers are equipped to do that. So I'm going to take the Chiefs for sure. And I'm going to put that as my lock of the week. Lock of the week. Case closed. So there you go. Kansas City Chiefs. Lock of the week. Houston Texans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, the Jaguars are starting Jake Lutton at quarterback. The Jaguars' defense is horrendous. I feel Watson and the Texans are going to absolutely roll. Like, if you want to go to DraftKings or you want to go on something, for the love of God, take Deshaun Watson. He is going to have a week. I think, yeah, no, that's, I want to give the Jaguars credit because in fantasy, I have James Robinson. I need him to go off, but I don't. I don't see it. The Texans are going to roll second lock of the week, dude. Lock of the week. Bang. Case closed. Those are easy. Two easy games in a row. You got to love those. This game, not so much. The Baltimore Ravens versus the Indianapolis Colts. That's a pretty good game. I look at the Colts, and they've seemingly put it together a bit. Rivers looks like he's starting to feel that offense. He looks like he's starting to not be so Phillip Rivers as it comes to throwing picks and stuff. And uh, they're coming off of two wins in a row. The Ravens' defense, though, is no joke. And while Lamar Jackson has struggled lately, 
I keep saying this over and over again. I mean, last week with Lamar Jackson, I'm thinking the Ravens are going to beat the Steelers. Because even though they're undefeated, they're very beatable. There's been a lot of teams that have come close. The Ravens can't get over that hump. They need to do something this week because I, I think the Colts are fake. I don't think the Colts are very, very elite. As a matter of fact, I don't think any NFL team is super, super elite unless you're the Chiefs. And actually, that's pretty much it. Everyone else, I think, is a fraud. So I'm going to reluctantly take the Ravens because Lamar has to go off one of these weeks or else the Ravens need to just sit down and go away. So going to go with the Ravens. They're going to use that run game. They're going to set up play action. Even though the Colts defense is very good against the pass, they're not as good against the run. So I'm going to go Baltimore Ravens there. We move on. We got the Seattle Seahawks versus the Buffalo Bills. This actually looks like a game that could be pretty good. I can't decide whether Buffalo is a good team. I think the first week that I said they were the most complete team in the NFL, they just started losing. <laughs> and even though they beat the Patriots last week, it's hard to feel like that's a win. Cam Newton fumbled like with less than a minute left, and the Patriots were driving. They're probably going to win that game. So it's hard to feel great about Buffalo. The Seahawks, while they are very good and while they keep winning games, their defense is trash. Trash. I think they're getting Adams back, which will help a lot. But, um, damn, this is a rough one. It's a long trip for Seattle to face Buffalo. Them having to fly all the way out there, that's not easy. But Buffalo's defense has been bad. I'm going to go with Mr. Unlimited. I'm Mr. Unlimited. I'm going to go with Russell Wilson for him. I think the Seahawks are going to win, right? They've got to. They've got to win. I don't know. This game needs, the Bills need to show me something here. If you want to be considered an elite team, you want to take this division, you need to show me that you're something. Beat the Seahawks. I'll believe in you. But I don't think you will. So I'm going to take the Seahawks. We move on. The Denver Broncos versus the Atlanta Falcons. Mm, this, this one's close. The Falcons have won two out of the last three, but really, the Falcons should be, they should have three wins in a row. Because if you think back when they lost to the Lions, if Gurley doesn't stumble into the end zone like a moron, he listens to Matt Ryan, who is in the huddle, and said, don't score. Don't score on three. Don't score. <laughs> Gurley runs in. He scores. It's unbelievable. So they really should be on a three-game winning streak. The offense is starting to look like what we imagined it would. I think Matt Ryan is number one in the league in passing. So the Falcons' defense is bad. But they are at least starting to make some plays late in the games. The Broncos, I know, can put up points. They did surprise me with a come-from-behind victory last week, but they did do it against the Chargers. And honestly, that's the Chargers are finding new and crazy and amazing ways to lose. <laughs> they don't know how they keep doing it. But I'm going to take the Falcons here. I trust Matt Ryan over Drew Locke. Yeah, I just think the Falcons have more talent. I think they're the better team. And as long as they don't blow it at the end, I think they take that pretty easily. 
What do we got? We've got the Raiders versus the Chargers. Oh, my God. We're going right to the Chargers. So the Raiders took out the Browns last week in my upset pick of the week, which, by the way, I'm in the last two weeks, I've won both my upset picks. I'm making you money. I had the Cardinals to beat the Seahawks, which was huge, and I had the Raiders to beat the Browns. Both happened. Pretty good for me. But anyway, with the Raiders, I like their run game with Jacobs. I like the car... Looks like he's in command of that offense. I like what they're doing. But I also like the Chargers. If they could find a way to finish games, like they're a dangerous team. I love their defense. They have a decent running game. And I mean, Justin Herbert has been throwing it all over the yard. I mean, he looks good. Looks like a legit QB. Bright future. But I just can't. I'm going to say the same thing with the Bengals, and they burned me against the Titans. <laughs> but I'm going to say this. It's either going to make the Chargers better or it's going to make me right. So we'll see what happens. But until the Chargers can close out a game, I'm not picking them. So I'm going to go Raiders. The Pittsburgh Steelers against the Dallas Cowboys. And listen, this game would have been legit. Like in the beginning of the year before all this happened, You'd look at this game and you'd go, oh, yeah, Steelers versus Cowboys. As a matter of fact, in the beginning of this year, you probably would have favored the Cowboys at home. But now you've got the Steelers at negative 800 on the money line, and uh, there's no way the Cowboys won. I mean, the Cowboys are so bad that it hurts to watch them, and the Steelers are so good that it hurts me to watch them too. So this game pisses me off more than anything in the world Bet everything you've ever had on the Steelers. I don't care that it's negative 800. It's it's literally as close to a sure thing as there's ever been in the world. And um, hell, I'll tell you everything. Take the over on it too. The over is 41 and a half. Take the over. The Steelers can score 42. They could win 42 to nothing. I'm also third lock of the week. I don't usually go three, but this is too easy. Lock of the week. Too easy money. So, yeah, bet everything you have on the Steelers. And then the week after, the Steelers are going to play the Bengals. They're going to get borrowed. (laughs) I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. Ted, if you're listening, better watch that game with me. I'm going to slap you. So, then we move on to the Dolphins versus the Cardinals. And I got to tell you, this game is interesting. Now that I'm looking at this and thinking about it. Huh. I love what the Dolphins are doing. But the problem is, so I understand why they put Tua in now. At first, I really hammered them on it. But it actually makes more sense for them to not be good this year. Like, why even take the division now? Get a better pick. You've already got the Houston Texans pick. So they're probably going to have a top five pick anyway. And, uh... This is also a little thing I'm going to say right now. A lot of people were talking about how the Patriots can get to number one. I think the Dolphins have the best chance to get to number one. They start losing games. They could package like a 15 and a top five pick and Tua, and they could easily be the team that could land Trevor Lawrence if they don't like what they see in Tua. And how are you going to see if Tua is good enough unless you play him? So I kind of get what they're doing. It makes sense. And with, but as far as the Cardinals versus the Dolphins go, Tua passed for less than 100 yards last week. 
He's not going to be able to keep up with Kyler Murray. I think the Cardinals take this one. Miami's defense is no joke. But the Cardinals are going to put up points. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals. There's my pick. We move on to what has to be the game of the week. The New Orleans Saints versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now this one is really good. Everyone is going Buccaneers. Everybody. Like anything I've looked at, all of it's Bucks. And I understand why. Because they got Antonio Brown. Tom Brady looks solid. The defense is making plays. Godwin, I think, is going to play. Mike Evans, this is like the first time you're going to see like what we thought we were going to see from Tampa where everyone is healthy. They're going into this game. They're going to go nuts. But let me tell you something here. This has been the Saints division for a long time. And I know that Drew Brees is old, and I know that he's having trouble passing it over 10 yards. But listen, they're getting Michael Thomas back. The five-yard slants, five-yard slant, five-yard slant. Alvin Kamara out of the backfield. I don't give a damn because the Saints are about to roll. Oh, yeah. They're about to roll. When the Saints come marching in and they beat that ball. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The New Orleans Saints are going to upset big time the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Or I'm going to look like an idiot. But that's my upset pick of the week. New Orleans Saints go into Tampa, slap Brady in the face. That's it. Oh, no. (laughs) That our last game to talk about. The New England Patriots versus the New York Jets. And Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. It's bad. It's, It's... So the Patriots have lost four in a row and the Jets have lost eight in a row. It's not good. But to me, personally, I know I put the Patriots on the list of idiots, but the Jets are the dumbest. They're the worst. So to me, the Patriots win this easily. I know a lot of people are saying, take the points uh, at seven and a half. I know. I no way. I'm not taking the point. The Jets suck to me. On the Jets' defense, I don't even know if any of those guys start on another team. So it's like, I think that the Patriots roll. I think the Patriots destroy the Jets. And I'm I'm so confident that they destroy the Jets that I'm going to end it on a lock of the week. Lock of the week. Four of them. Case closed. I've never in my life done four lock of the weeks, but... The Patriots are going to stomp the Jets. And then the fans are going to be pissed because they want a good pick. But listen, Cam Newton didn't come here to lose. He's trying to audition for his next chapter of his NFL career. And if he doesn't make this happen, he doesn't have a next chapter. And Belichick is sick of losing. He can't take it. So the Patriots win. Not only win, they roll. So there you go. Our NFL Week 9 picks. It's very exciting, and I want to thank everybody. I just hit 9.5 thousand, so we're moving. We're pushing for 10,000. Keep liking, keep sharing, keep doing everything that you're doing. I appreciate it very much. I'm going to keep up to date on all this with the podcast, with BigMouthSmallWords.com, with the Instagram. Keep 
watching, and I'm going to keep giving you good stuff. I'm going to make some new segments. I'm going to make some new contests. All of it is in the works. So keep liking things. Keep sharing things. Big mouth, small words about to blow up, baby. Let's get to 10K. I appreciate you guys. As always, stay safe. Love y'all.